But I don't necessarily think that a good day means that I was at my best. And likewise, I don't think that a bad day or time in the valley means that I was at my worst. Actually, sometimes I think it's quite the opposite. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, the podcast. My name is Alex. I'm a mom, a business professional, a consultant, an artist, and I'm also autistic with a lovely sprinkle of ADHD and anxiety. I love knowing the why behind the what, and I want to encourage you to do the same, especially when it comes to our relationship with ourselves and others. Think of this podcast as your sign to elevate yourself to your unapologetically best and most authentic self. Let's tear down the labels and the masks while creating new ways to define and accept our own humanness. My goal is to encourage you to ask more questions, period. Get to know the opposing viewpoint. Find out the why behind the what. Go behind the scenes with yourself, others, and the world around you. Okay, so something I'm trying to do is I'm trying to intentionally use the words good and bad less. And I want to do that here in this podcast. Whenever we're talking about something, whenever we're having a discussion, I want to try to leave off the positive and negative connotations as much as possible Um, that way we can get a, a really good full picture image and then be able to kind of work from there, if that makes sense. Okay. Because honestly, what's good and bad is very subjective per person. Um, we all are out here using our, you know, red light, green light stamps, our good and bad stamps, um, pretty much on everything and everyone that we see. Uh, in a lot of ways. And that's kind of what our culture has become. And I'm not saying don't express how you feel about something, but I'm saying make sure you have a full perspective of that. Um, Because I'm not here to tell you how to believe, how to feel, how to think, um, how to act. I just want to make sure that you're doing those things because that's true to who you are and you aren't just following along like the rest of the sheep in the field or in the pack. I mean, how do you honestly know how you feel about something if you don't even know the other side? You don't know where you stand. How do you know where you stand on the field if all the lights are out and all you have is a flashlight? You look at the field number and you realize you're at the 10-yard line cool. But which 10 yard line? Are you at your 10 yard line or are you at the wrong 10 yard line? Do you have 10 yards to go or do you have 90 yards to go? Like that's very important information. And sometimes we get in this rut of, you know, we didn't, we don't want to get the full story. We want to just believe what we want to believe, you know, we want to believe that we only have 10 more yards to go and we're going to be pissed off 
40 yards from now when it's not going our way. But it's because we chose to just kind of look down and take the information that was right in front of us and not actually explore more. We were satisfied with that, you know, very simple explanation. We were okay with just knowing, hey, you're on the 10 yard line. When we could have just asked, hey, which 10 yard line? Am I at my 10 yard line? Am I at their 10 yard line? We need some more information here. And I feel like we do that with a lot of really big and important topics, especially when it comes to people. And so I want to create a space where we're not necessarily doing that, where we're able to have a 360 degree vantage point of our lives and also be able to be attentive to all the little details that go into that. You know, when I think of a 360 degree vantage point, uh, I attribute that to a leadership quality in the workplace. And because that's where I've always heard it, you know, you know, as a leader, I always was told that, you you know, good leaders are able to have the mile high uh, perspective, the 350 or, you know, the, the 360 degree mile high perspective. And, um, and something that was really good for me was I was able to have that mile high 360 degree perspective while also being in the trenches the majority of the days. You know, I I wasn't one of those people who just hung out in my office. I was on sites with my teams working with them and I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And it it made me extremely valuable in my roles, you know, and I didn't realize this. This isn't even something that I realized a few years ago. Um, this is something that I've, I'm realizing more now looking back. Uh, but I was always the one to learn the new thing and to fix the problem. Like, and I got to a point where I was so frustrated with it. Anytime there was something new, um, you know, I would, I would get buddied up with it somehow. And, and I I do like pushing the boundaries and I like being creative, but dang, it got tiring of, you know, me just, I felt like I was constantly being handed like broken projects and saying, Hey, you know, I see that, you know, you, you brought life back to this area. Can you do that over here? And it was something that I, you know, was really good at being able to say, okay, here's where we need a course correct because I had the, the higher perspective, I had the fuller perspective. So I was able to look at the pieces that we were working with and say, okay, here's where we need to make the adjustment. And here's how we need to fix this. Like it, it, being able to see both was so crucial. It's like building a puzzle with having the picture or not having the picture. You know, it's going to be harder to not have the picture in mind when you have to build the puzzle out, but not everybody can picture it down the road. So I want us to be able to get to a point where we can picture it. How do we visualize and, and, and have that 360 degree vantage point while paying attention to all the little details that have to happen while taking care of all the pieces? 
you know, I had a, a mentor of mine sit with me a few years back and I remember sitting in his office and I was grumpy and I was complaining. But yeah, I remember him looking at me and just kind of laughing and saying, why are you complaining about being the Joanna Gaines in your field? I was like, that doesn't make me feel better, (laughs) you know? But now sitting where I'm sitting, to be really honest, I'm so glad that I am that, that I do have those qualities because what I was real, what I wasn't doing is I wasn't applying that to my life. You know, I wasn't applying those things that made me really, really, really good at what I do work wise. I wasn't applying those same things to my life. I wasn't applying those same leadership qualities that I have and I have executed time and time again for other environments, I have not executed those same qualities in my personal environment, in my personal life, in my personal growth. And so now that's the shift that we're making. And I want you to be able to be the type of person who is taking leadership of your own life, who is able to look at a situation and see a full perspective. So that way, when you do go to make a decision for yourself, for the person next to you, that you're able to, to approach that with a full, full view, with a full perspective. And you know exactly how you feel about that. You can know exactly where you stand on that and you don't feel intimidated when either you don't line up with the flock or someone else in the flock doesn't align with you. It's it's less intimidating because you understand where you're at in the path that you're on and you can you can hold the value of that. And then you can also hold space for somebody else's path and the path that they're on. Have you ever been like arguing with somebody And you can just tell that they don't actually know anything about the topic that they're arguing with you about. Like they're just going off and they are bragging or, you know, showboating or doing whatever, you know, trying to show how much knowledge they know. And sometimes all it takes is a question that they don't have the answer to and they blow up, right? Like they just absolutely blow up and it's, it's literally a flight or fight response being activated, being triggered. And it, it all comes from like a lack of understanding, you know, when we don't understand something and we, we tend to feel threatened by the thing that we don't understand. And I completely get it. Like things that are different are scary or things that are different can be scary depending on how you look at them. So I want us to be able to gain some clarity about how we look at the world around us, specifically when it comes to people. Because I feel like as a human culture, we don't always realize, or it's not that we don't realize it, but we really don't see in the entirety that there's another human sitting across from us sometimes. Like we just, you know, let our assumptions be law and we don't take the time to get to know the person across from us. Um, and, and I feel like we miss out on a lot of life when we do that. So you're going to see me basically like break down 
um, some topics. You're going to see me break them down into, you know, like small, like tangible things. And then we're going to rebuild them back into like the bigger picture. Okay. But we're going to make sure that we're focusing on all the layers of said picture as we're doing that. Okay. So, so something that I said earlier was I said, I don't always believe that good is good and bad is bad. Okay. And we're going to take a look at kind of what I mean by that. So we're going to use the phrase, if you can't love me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. Okay. I often see this from like the perspective of highs and lows in our lives. Like if you can't go through the low parts, through the bad days, through the bullshit of life with me, then you don't deserve the hilltop version of me when things are easy breezy, right? But what if we added like another layer to this picture? Okay, we're going to rabbit trail for a minute, but I promise we're going to come back full circle. Just stay with me, okay? What if instead we looked at it uh, instead of like a high and low, like a good day, bad day, what if we looked at it as like our operating frequency, Okay, so we take this graph um, and instead of it having, you know, like low and high points on this graph, it actually is more of like a horizontal wavelength looking thing. So picture every person has a line and every person is operating at a different frequency. Okay, there are people who naturally operate at a lower frequency and they don't want to change that and that is okay. There are other people who want to naturally operate at a very high frequency, and those people can be a bit more tense, Uh, not tense, but intense. And I'm not talking about like their demeanor here. I'm not talking about energy level. I'm not talking about ambition. Uh, None of that. I'm think of this as like a range, like think of every person having a range to which they can operate. Okay. And this is their individual capacity. Okay. Our best and worst selves, again, is going to be subjective per person. What I consider my best could be somebody else's, you know, mediocre range and vice versa, because people aren't a one size fit all type of creature. And I think we try to make that happen a little bit too often. Like we want everybody to fit into a this or that category. And that's just not really how people are made, right? So depending on like the stage of life that we're moving into, um, we could either be moving our like capacity range as a whole. We could be growing, doing self-reflection and, you know, making sure that we have some self-awareness. We could be growing ourselves into a higher frequency range as a whole, or maybe that we're not really focusing on that, or maybe we're, you know, just kind of in a, in a bad season of life and we're slowly moving our capacity, you know, down, into a lower range. It's just going to depend on where we're at with our life. But think of this like capacity as a whole um, is the capacity to which a person is capable of operating physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. And the thing with energy is it's it can get zapped really easily, right? So as our energy gets zapped, this is where we start operating in the lower end of our frequency range. And when we look at our own lives, we can actually see points 
um, where we're operating at our highest frequencies, we're at our best selves, moments when we're also operating at our lowest frequencies, you know, we're operating kind of at our worst self. This is our own personal growth spectrum. All right. So now that like we can see that we're going to put that personal growth spectrum on like a screen looking thing. Okay. So everybody has the range, which is the growth spectrum. And then everybody has a line, their own little wavelength line that is telling you at which end of your little capacity spectrum you're operating at. Okay. So we have that all on a little screen. That's nice and pretty for us to see, right? Again, remember, this is not, this doesn't have anything to do with personality types, none of that. This is somebody's capacity based off of their own personal growth as a human being, okay? Okay, so let's break this down for a second. What do I mean when I say that every person has a line, has a wavelength line, which is showing the person's capacity of operating physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally, okay? Because I really do want you to be able to picture your own little frequency. And again, we're not going to attach labels like good or bad. Things just are for right now, okay? It's really important for us to see the bigger picture. And sometimes we're quick to look and say wrong, broken, or defective, and stamp that permanent stamp on something when that's really uh, doesn't have to be the case in most situations. Okay, so let's ask ourselves some questions. We're going to do a little mental check in with ourselves. Okay, and then we're going to go back to, to describing this frequency. Okay, so um, again, no good or bad for this brief moment. So just be real with yourself. Okay, so let's start with mentally. What type of mindset is present like the majority of the time? On any given day, do you have more of a lack mindset? Do you have an abundance mindset? Are you glass half full, glass half empty? Are you a dreamer? Are you a go with the flow type of person? How do you view the people around you? Do you see a potential enemy or do you see a new friend? How do you see yourself? Are there any limiting beliefs that you're still holding on to? How critical were you today? Is your mind cluttered? Is it running from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next? Now, how do you think others view you? And do you align with that? Now, shifting over to spiritually. Regardless of your spiritual preferences, how often are you taking time to recenter yourself in your belief system? Like, do you feel completely connected to that belief system? Do you have any more questions regarding that belief system? And are you spending time getting answers to those questions? Does that belief system ground you? Now moving over to physically, do a quick mental check-in with your whole body. Go from your head to your ears, to your nose, to your eyes, to your mouth, to your tongue, to your throat, to your neck, to your shoulders. Trace it all the way down through your body. How does your body feel? Do you feel strong? When's the last time you had water? When's the last time you ate? 
Does anything hurt? Do you love your body? Does your body feel different in certain situations? And do you understand why? Now, switching over to emotionally, are you in control of your emotions? Do you feel safe? Do you like the human that you are? What emotions have been showing up the most lately for you? Now ask yourself if you like the answers that you got. Like, how did you feel when you answered those questions? Did you experience a consistent emotion throughout that that you can identify? Or were you like me and you experienced an array of emotions throughout that? Again, there's no good or bad here, okay? This is our own capacity based off of our own personal growth as a human. But these four areas combined together paint a really good picture of where you're at presently. Okay, so I want you to think of these four things, okay? Think of your your four, your mental, your physical, your spiritual, your emotional. I want you to think of those four as these four tiny energy conduit cords that are making up your wavelength, okay? They are trying to vibrate at your frequency, If one isn't in step with the rest, the imbalance is going to show up. So the goal is to get to a place where these cords are in the right shape to properly dial into our own frequency, right? If you play guitar and you're playing a song, but one of your strings isn't in tune, are you going to produce the desired sound? No. Regardless of how much you practice, you aren't going to hit the right notes. You could get it pretty close, but it's going to be off still, okay? It might fool half of the crowd, but it's not going to fool all of the crowd, okay? And depending on how worse or like how bad of shape your chords are in, it could be a complete catastrophe, okay? Now, what happens if one of those strings break? Can you keep going and expect the song to still play out how it was intended? No, you can't. And the same thing goes for us as humans, for us as people. Okay, so now we're going to unpause and we're going to go back to that screen that has our currency frequency range. Okay, so on this screen in front of us, we have a range. We have a frequency range based off of our own personal growth as a human being. This is the capacity to which we're capable of. Okay, and then on that screen within that range frequency, we can see our four tiny cords vibrating together, making a wavelength. All right, that is where we are presently operating. Does that make sense? If it doesn't, I can't hear you right now, so you're gonna have to send me a message. But hopefully, once we get through this, it'll make sense, okay? Now what I want to do is I want to take that original perspective of the good days and the bad days, the high points of our life and the low points of our life, and I want to put that on the screen as the background, okay? So here's what we're able to see on this screen. We're able to see what life is throwing at us what we're capable of right now, 
and where we are currently operating at. Does that make sense? So we have the background image, which is all the crap life's throwing at us, the ups and the downs, okay? But I don't necessarily think that a good day means that I was at my best. And likewise, I don't think that a bad day or time in the valley means that I was at my worst. Actually, sometimes I think it's quite the opposite, but life is still coming, right? The ups and the downs are going to happen. And the one thing that we do have control over is our response to that life. So we can see what life is throwing at us. We can see how we have grown as a human and where we are capable of operating. And then we can also see how we are handling and how we are operating based off of what life is throwing at us. Are we operating at our lower end of our frequency range or are we operating at our higher end of our frequency range? Because it's not like we get to a point where we become untouchable, right? So we need to keep that in perspective. We need to keep both things in perspective. Now, the only thing that we have control over in this illustration are our tiny cords. All right. All you have control over right now are your tiny cords today. And this is where we all get to decide if we're going to operate at our best or our worst. As we go through life, our cords, our little physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual cords are naturally going to get some wear and tear, right? Now we can either take care of those cords ourselves. we can hire someone else to take care of those cords, or we can just leave them be. My encouragement is going to be for you to take care of those cords, and here's why. I don't think we're necessarily born with the knowledge of how to take care of ourselves. That sounds like a really dust statement, but we have a lot of people who operate in an I know because I know kind of mindset. Not they know because they've done the work, just an I know because I know. All right, and that's what I want to avoid here. We aren't born as experts, but sometimes, you know, we get a little bit of information and we think we're automatically an expert now when maybe we're just mediocre at the moment. Okay. So when we leave our cords and we don't take care of them and we don't reinforce them, what's going to happen? They're going to wear out, right? When we have someone else take care of our cords, when we bring someone else to do that job, whether we're, we're putting that weight on a parent or putting that weight on a significant other or an organization or a friend, whoever it is, when we bring someone else into that situation to do the maintenance for us, we run the risk of them not really understanding our model, right? Our features, We need to take a moment and figure out what our own best and worst is. Not just mirroring the crowd, but you need to know how you're hardwired. What makes you tick? What things truly matter to you? And especially if you're one of those people who are wanting to be their best selves, this is so important to that growth. You need to know how to take care of those tiny cords, how to reinforce them, what environments are most beneficial and why. Because let me tell you, once we get to a point and we start... Uh, needing to operate at those higher frequencies, which I see a higher frequency kind of inverted. 
I think of a, of a day that's really hard, of a bad day, I need to act at a higher frequency, right? It's going to be a little tougher for my cords to handle. And, and sometimes I view it where, you know, on a good day, I don't actually have to operate at my highest frequency. I can kind of coast through the day. So when I haven't been taking care of my cords and now I get a bad day thrown at me, I have to operate at a higher frequency, but I can't handle it. My tiny cords can't handle the intensity of what's coming at me. So then I have to lower, then I get pushed down lower, that zaps more of my energy and that pushes me down lower into a lower frequency range. And sometimes we just get in this spot where we're just allowing life to push us down into those lower frequencies. But the better we can be at taking care of those tiny cords, the more we know about how to care for them, about how to reinforce them, about how to maybe do some upgrades on our system, the more we know how to take care of those cords, the easier it's going to be for us to operate at those higher frequencies, to take those harder days. And when we figure out how to do that for ourselves and how to operate at those higher frequencies on any given day of the week, our capacity actually starts to shift when we're able to maintain higher frequency operating for an extended consistent period of time, our capacity now starts to shift. Our range starts to shift up. Our capacity in a romantic relationship, our capacity as a friend, our capacity in our careers, it all starts to grow and shift up when we're able to operate at our best self for a consistent amount of time, regardless of the day that's coming in in the background. And this is where it can get kind of fun because as we start to learn more about ourselves, we learn that we have some less than desirable traits, wounds that need to be healed. And some people get to this level and they see the wounds that need to be healed. They see the less than desirable traits but they're at a level that they can tolerate. And so they're like, cool, I'm good. I'm, I'm exactly where I want to be. Like, I don't really want to dig into that stuff. I'm at a level that is tolerable for me and for others. And I'm okay with being at this level. And that's where they cap out their growth. And that is completely fine. I think everybody has their own growth that they have to predetermine in their mind. My encouragement is always going to be to keep growing. You never know what you're going to unlock or what you're going to open up your life to when you continue to grow as a person, as yourself. You know, for me, I'm the person who's like, no, I I want to keep going. (laughs) You know, just because somebody else doesn't want to grow any higher than that, that doesn't mean I have to place that limitation on myself. And that doesn't mean that you have placed that limitation on yourself, regardless of the value that that person has in your life. And it's okay to say, hey, we are no longer growing at the same pace. We're no longer growing in the same direction. And we need to reevaluate where we're at. Because, you know, when we meet someone who's operating at a higher frequency than our own, 
it's going to rattle our own cords a bit, right? Our cords aren't used to vibrating at such a high level. That person doesn't know the difference though, because they've been taking care of their cords and their cords are reinforced and their cords can handle a full spectrum of energy levels. They're able to handle higher input and higher output. They can receive more fully and they can give more fully because they're used to operating at this level consistently and their capacity is growing because they maintain a consistently high level. Now, what happens on the other spectrum of that? What happens when someone's like maintaining a consistent low level of operating? Well, their capacity is only going to go down. And that's something that everybody has to choose to be at. Everybody has to choose if they're going to operate at the higher or the lower end of their spectrum. For me, I want to be the person that's constantly operating at the higher end of my spectrum and I'm pushing myself to be better and to grow and to maintain that. Because after some time of me intentionally operating at my best, what was my best now becomes my worst. And every time we go through this process of learning more about ourselves and taking care of our own energy frequencies, our own personal conduit is getting strengthened. Because not only are we reinforcing ourselves mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually, but now we're able to start dialing in to exactly who we are. We're more in tune with ourselves and we don't have ourselves stretched out trying to cover all of the frequencies, which is what we do when we're operating at our lower spectrum. You know, we're not jumping up and down. We're not high here, low here. We're dialing in and making some consistent changes in our lives. We're dialing in and consistently and intentionally taking care of ourselves mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And now we're able to be who we are regardless of the range of what others are operating in. You know, for a long time, I thought I needed to match everybody. I needed, and I thought that that was good. I thought that I needed to match everybody. I thought that I needed to be digestible for everybody. And I realized that that was just catering to people who had that lower energy frequency. And to be really honest, it was really hard for me to come down and meet them at that level. Like I didn't, I didn't enjoy where that was, where that had me operating. So now I'm in a spot where I'm trying to apply, you know, that leadership mentality that I talked about earlier to my own personal life. And I'm allowing myself to be able to see that 360 degree view of me, of who I am and what I want and desire and need out of life. And now I'm able to go back into the trenches, into those tiny little cords, and I'm able to do the work on myself and take care of myself so that way I can be fully authentic. Because when we're fully authentic, we're less intimidated by others' authenticity. When we know our own why and we're secure in that, meaning we are taking care of our cords. We can see the value in our own capacity and we can worry less when someone doesn't see our value. 
Now, that's not a reflection of ourselves anymore. That's a reflection of the other person's capacity. Have you ever been scanning the radio station on a road trip? And if you don't know how to scan a radio station, man, I feel old. (laughs) Anyway, you know when you're, you know how you like sometimes you're in like this weird dead zone in the middle of the night on a road trip and you're dialed into, you know, what you think is the right station frequency, but because of your location, you're actually picking up on like a couple different radio stations all at once and you're catching like bits of both. Like on one side, it's a rock station, and on the other side of it, it's hip-hop, and the two are competing with each other. That's what happens when we aren't taking care of our chords. We we start getting all this noise, and we're trying to play the right song. We just haven't dialed in to the correct frequency. We just haven't dialed into it right. But I think sometimes we're trying to mirror other people's frequencies instead of trying to dial into our own. We're looking to the person next to us and doing what works for them and what's bringing them fulfillment and bringing them success and looking at what what their wavelength and what their frequency looks like. And we're doing the things that they're doing. We're doing the things that are bringing them success. We're doing the things that are making them happy. We're doing the things that are are making them feel fulfilled. We're believing the same things that they're believing, or at least we're saying that we believe the same things that they're believing. We're doing all the things that are showing the right results in another person's life. However, the part that we're missing is that we're a completely different person. And we're not taking the time to make sure that all of our chords are in a healthy condition. So we can either settle and we can listen to a jumbled radio station or we can connect our phones and listen to what we want to listen to clearly. But how do we do that? Like how do we connect the Bluetooth? How do we learn more about ourselves? We do that by doing those intentional check-ins, by gaining that conscious, intentional self-awareness So that way on a bad day, when depression is starting to pop its head up a little more than usual, and I'm not saying that being self-aware makes the bad shit any easier. That shit slaps just as hard, regardless of the phase of life that you're in. For me, it helps me know on a very real level, like what I need. For a long time, I just, I just battled that shit silently. Like depression, anxiety, ADHD, you know, finding out as an adult that I was autistic. I just kind of battled a lot of that stuff silently for a long time. Because, you know, when somebody would tell me, well, what do you need? I had no fucking clue. I didn't know what I needed. I just knew I was sad. I just knew that I couldn't get out of bed today. I just knew that I felt this weight and it just felt like it got heavier every single day. And I, and I just thought that was normal for the longest time. I just thought that that's how everybody felt down deep inside. 
because I was doing the same things that everybody else was doing, but I was still waking up every single morning and being absolutely miserable. So I just thought it was normal. It wasn't until I started to actually get to know myself and to learn what makes me tick and to learn, you know, really get to know what my core values were and why I believed those things and start taking a fuller perspective viewpoint of my life, was I able to finally start picking myself up out of that? It's not a conquering technique by any means. But now I know and I have more I have more answers now. Let's put it that way. I have more answers now because I'm self-aware and taking care of myself than I did five years ago when I wasn't. And it all just came down to me getting the knowledge, to me taking a time to ask some more questions of myself. And for me, most people didn't had no idea that anything was wrong for the longest time. Most people had no idea anything was wrong. And that's not their fault by any means. Like I, I mask so well, and that is not a compliment. Um, that is not an accolade that I am proud of by any means, but I mask so well. And, and we're going to have a whole episode on masking and why I mask and maybe help you ask some questions about why you mask. Today is not that day. But when I was getting to know myself, I had to use some tools that helped redefine things for me that I had been masking for a very long time. That way I could actually be real with what was going on. I had to give some validity to some of the things that I was experiencing in real time. I I had to be, I had to give my body and my, my mental health some validity of what it was battling, even though, you know, it's technically a negative, it's still part of the bigger picture for me. You know, Now that I'm able to take care of my energy, of my frequency, other frequencies don't bother me because my tiny cords are in their very best environment. Like I know my capacity is high. So when someone tells me that I'm a lot, it kind of just rolls off of me now. Like I don't instantly reach for the knobs and turn myself down anymore because I've gone through the process of loving me and accepting me for who I am, quirks and all. You know, for a long time, I, you know, (laughs) great example, when I first found out that I was autistic, I really didn't tell anybody about it. I didn't know like how to describe it. I didn't know really how to explain it really how to explain it yet. And so I didn't really like talking about it. And, and I even got to the point where, you know, if I, if somebody hadn't met me in person yet, I definitely did not want them to know that I was autistic. Um, 
I didn't know how that image would be perceived, but now I'm a lot more comfortable with it. Like I've, I've explored and I understand, I understand it a lot more. I understand what that means for me. I understand what that means for others. I can see where I'm masking those habits and I can, you know, be intentional about allowing myself to, to just be and take up the space. You see, now that I'm able to take care of my energy, of my frequency, other frequencies don't bother me because my tiny cords are at their best environment. And I know that my capacity is high. So when someone tells me that I'm a lot, it rolls off of me. And I don't instantly reach for the knob to turn myself down anymore. Like I've come to a point where I am comfortable and thankful for the capacity that that I do operate in. And I can see the value in how I approach life now. So it doesn't bother me when somebody else doesn't. So what does that mean in reference to those highs and lows of life that are still coming full speed in the background? Because like I said earlier, I don't fully believe that a good day means I was at my best. And I don't believe a bad day means I was at my worst. When really, I feel like a day that's harder on a quote unquote bad day when life is coming at me harder, I have to operate at a higher capacity on those harder days. So I actually feel like those bad days are a better reflection of who I am at my core and where my my strengths really start to show up are on those bad days. The easy days are easy. The good days are easy. I don't really give two shits about a grade that I didn't earn. But on those bad days, those days that I took some hits, those days that I took right on the chin, and kept on going, like, damn, those are the days that have power for me now. Those are the days that I look at and I'm like, damn, mama. Yeah, you did the damn thing. You are doing the damn thing. For a while there, I was so stuck on, you know, if there's so, there, there's so many bad days that I've had to fight through, I was more focused on the amount of bad days, on the amount of of high-frequency punches that were coming right from my throat, I was envisioning those as negatives in my life, when really that was a testament of the strength that I had been building up in my tiny cords, little by little, year after year. Instead of picturing them as a bad day, you know, when we're going through these low points in our lives and we're getting hit with just this negativity from life, we see that as a low point when instead it's a higher frequency that's coming in. And it's either going to zap our energy and move us down into those lower frequency ranges or I'm going to have built up my cords so much that it doesn't even knock me down after a certain point. 
Like after a certain point, those hits just keep coming, but I've built myself up and I've reinforced myself and who I am and, and, and what I want out of life. I've built myself up enough to where that's not the blow that it used to be. It's not knocking me down into my lower frequency. It's not, it's, it's not changing my mood that day. It's not affecting my attitude that day. That's not affecting my, my, my perspective on life that day, even on those hard days. And there are absolutely hard days where I am literally sitting in the corner of the room and I'm like, I don't even know. I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know what to do next. And yet somehow I'm able to pick myself up off the ground, ground myself back to those four tiny cords, ground myself back to where am I mentally? Where am I spiritually? Where am I emotionally? Where am I physically? Where am I? How am I doing? Doing those mental check-ins with me, myself on that bad day saying, okay, Who's like who? Who's all accounted for? Like basically, basically taking attendance at that point and, and seeing. Okay, anybody got any uh, little sensors going off at the moment? No, no, we good. Oh wait, nope. There's one. There's one. Okay, honey, let's let's pull you back in. Let's give you some love, and then we're gonna get right back at it. And it's been the best tool for me, especially especially now, you know, being able to just sit in that moment where I am stuck to the bed. Like it's one of those days where I am stuck to the bed. And the only thing that I can do is check in with myself. But damn, does that do a lot sometimes? And and even on a day that I can't take care of myself, I'm still able to operate my best. So, So that also means to the people around me who are in my life intentionally, who love me, who are also operating at their highest capacities, when they come into my life and say, hey, how can I help you? What do you need right now, friend? I can tell them, I can say, hey, this is, this is where I'm struggling and where I need help right now because I have answers now. And it's really hard to move through life and to say that, you know, you know we have this perspective or we have this belief system or we have this opinion or we have this feeling about something when we can't even put into words what that is. And we don't even fully understand ourselves what that all entails. And sometimes we get stuck at a spot where we're okay with that. We get stuck in this rut. And I've done this so, so many times throughout my life where I just, I got stuck in a spot where I was okay with mediocre where I was okay with being average, 
And you know what I got? I got very mediocre and average responses, reactions, consequences, whatever you want to call them. It was very mediocre. And then once I started putting in the work, and, and doing the work is not, it's not easy. Like it's not, it's a process. And especially when you're already feeling like you're just getting beat up, wanting to put the work into yourself can be the hardest decision to make. But man, does it affect so much of our lives. You know, our capacity, it's literally what we bring to the world. It affects how we love people. It affects how we don't love people. It affects uh, it affects so much. It affects how you parent, how you love your spouse, how you love your neighbor who you've never met before. Maybe you've just heard them stomping around upstairs and you have one perspective of them not realizing that the apartment was just built really quickly and you can hear literally everything and maybe not stopping for a second and thinking maybe my perspective is a little bit skewed at the moment because I'm down here and not up there. And maybe that's how we do life sometimes. We're okay with the level that we live on currently. And why would we want to walk all the way to the very top stairs? Why would we want to walk all the way up there? Why? Why would I want to live on the top store? I have to carry my groceries all the way up there. Got to carry my kids all the way up there. But you know what? Like thinking about it right now, I, I live on, this is just a random thought process right now. So just bear with me. Okay. So I'm third floor and there's a fourth floor up on top of me. You know, I keep asking, can I move to the ground level? Can I move to the ground level? Because <laughs> because it'd be easier. It would be so much easier to live on the ground level. I don't have to worry about my kids jumping and making somebody mad. At which, regardless of if somebody tells me they're too loud or not, my anxiety alone is going to tell me, oh my gosh, we're making way too much noise. So I always wanted to move. I always want to be on the ground floor because like, I don't have to worry about us creating the noise. I was always willing to put up with other people's noise coming into my life. I'm like, cool. Like I'll put up with it. I, that was me. I'm, I'm always the person who's like, I will be down here and take all the noise from everybody. And, you know, just thinking about that, that whole thought process of, you know, the, the perspective that I have of my upstairs neighbors is they don't give a fuck because they are loud. Okay. And, and the, the perspective from my downstairs neighbor to my situation, my downstairs neighbor thought I had this 150 pound dog that was just rowdy as heck going bananas up here. 
when really it's just my three-year-old walking back and forth. And she's not even getting that crazy. Like she's using gentle steps, but you can just hear so much. And it's, it's interesting to me, like we are so sure in our perspective sometimes. We're so sure that we've got it dialed in. And you know what? From the ground floor looking up, yeah, that's exactly how that looks. But now think about it from the top floor looking down. Yeah, they have to walk all the way up. That might suck. They don't have anybody else's noise coming in. And they're not apologetic of taking up the space that they're taking up. And the view that they have, like I have a pretty great view on the third floor. I can't even imagine the view that those guys have from their balcony right now. Like, I think I just completely shifted my train of thought of how I want, like, what floor do I want to live in an apartment on right now? Like right this very second. Because when you think about it, when we get to a point where we're comfortable enough to take up the space that we do as a human with all of our quirks and, and, and intensities and passions, when we get to a, a place when we're completely comfortable enough, when we've reached our highest frequency, we've climbed all the steps and we climb them every day. We do the hard shit every day, taking the groceries up and down all the flights of stairs because we live on the fourth floor and we're comfortable taking up the space that we take up. We're comfortable being. And we have the best view. We're not having to listen to the rest of the world's gunk and perspective and opinion and frustrations. Because we're at the top floor. You know, I'm at the point in my life where I'm... I'm no longer stressing if someone can handle me at my worst. I'm more concerned. I'm more concerned with can they handle me at my best? Because my best shows up on those high frequency days. On those hard days that are tough. My best shows up when things aren't easy and breezy. And think about it. When we lower our standards, how many options do we have? We have so many options when our, when our standards are lowered to be digestible for everybody. When we start to raise our standards, we do have less and less options, but the quality of those options is going to be a lot greater as well. And so I'm starting to get a little bit more picky and picky might be a bad word, but I, but I'm definitely being more intentional with the people who are coming back into my life. And I say coming back into my life because I, I really did this like a complete reset on my life a couple of years back. And we'll talk about that in a later episode. Um, but yeah, as I'm rebuilding myself and my life and we're, I'm piecing this back together, I, 
I'm very intentional with the people who are coming back into my life. And to be really honest, the people who are in my life now, I don't know that I would have ever guessed those would be the people who are in my life right now. And it's not that I didn't know, it's not not just because I didn't know them at the time, but the characteristics that they bring to the table. Because you see, it no longer matters to me that we're different. And it's not because of a lack of options. You know, because I'm at the point now in my life where I no longer worry about whether or not someone can handle me at my worst. Because to be really honest, my worst is, is those easy days. Those easy days where I'm not really having to put a whole lot of effort in. They just happen. They just are. That's an easy day. Uh, and to be really honest, that, that is the day that I'm at my worst. And, and I don't know the last time I had one of those days, to be honest. And the people that I've spoken to most recently, I don't remember the last time they've had one of those days where it was just easy and everything just happened all on its own. I know there's a lot of us going through a lot right now. And so I'm not concerned with if somebody can handle me on that easy breezy day where I didn't have to really do much. I'm more concerned with can they handle me at my best? Can they handle me on those hard days? And not in and not even in a you know, I'm a pain in the ass on those days. It's more like, can you keep up? Can you keep up with me on that bad day? Can you run just as hard? Can you be just as focused? Can you have some forward thinking to your thought process? It doesn't really matter to me if somebody isn't the same personality type as me anymore or isn't, doesn't have the same belief system as me anymore. What matters now is that I'm doing my best. I'm doing what I need to do to be my best. And now I'm starting to surround myself with people who are also trying to operate at their higher capacity. And it's not bothering me when someone can't handle my capacity. Sometimes it's sad, not going to lie. There, there are some times where it does, it does make me sad, but I don't take responsibility for that anymore. I don't feel like that's my fault anymore. We were just at different wavelengths. We were at different frequencies. We have different capacities. And while it's hard to say that sometimes, if we're not willing to do that for ourselves, who is? And when we're operating at that higher capacity and surrounding ourselves with people who are also operating at that higher at their higher capacity, this kind of starts to change the whole grading system for us. You know, we're we're no longer basing our output on the standard zero to a hundred scale, and we're not comparing apples to apples anymore. 
when we're operating this way. We're not comparing, oh, you know, it's not a tally mark. How many of you have ever had a friendship or a relationship um, where you felt like there was a tally system constantly being had? And there was always this comparison of I did this, so you should do da-da-da-da-da. There was always that extra expectation in that relationship. And when we can get to a point where we're operating at our higher self and surrounding ourselves with people who are also operating at their highest self, we change that grade system around and we realize your apples and my apples are very different. I'm growing Honeycrisps and you're growing Granny Smith. They're different apples. Or I can look at somebody and be like, dang, you're growing some really freaking amazing oranges over there. Like, how can my apples help your oranges? And how can your oranges help my, like, holy cow, like, those are beautiful fruit. Tell me how you did it. Like, we're taking in information differently. And we're seeing the world from that higher perspective, from that fourth floor balcony, And we're able to see so many beautiful colors, so many beautiful aspects of life that we just couldn't even see before because we were buried underneath all the junk that life was throwing at us. I'm not looking for people to match my wave pattern. Instead, I'm looking for people who can match my frequency range. I don't want to be someone who can operate in every frequency. I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want such drastic differences in my response to a good or a bad day. Like I don't want someone to think of me and think, yeah, you never know what you're going to get. Like on a good day, she's really hot. She's really great. Like top of the sky on a bad day. Damn, you better watch out. Take cover. Like I don't want that. I don't want that for my friends, for my family, for my kids. Like I want to be someone who has been able to dial in consistently to their best self. And I have dialed in and worked to make my wavelength and my frequency and my sound sturdy and and, and strong. Because now, if you can't handle and love me and accept all of me on the good and the easy days, you don't deserve me on the bad days. Because I've realized that on the bad days, I, I'm, it's, I, I'm valuable to the team, regardless of what team that is. I'm learning to find value in who I am and the space that I'm taking up. I'm not there yet. I'm getting there. But this is a journey that I'm hoping you'll go on with me and that I can be here to encourage you and you can kick me in the butt when I slack off. (laughs) But that's where I want us to get to. I want us to get to, to a space where we're comfortable taking up the space that we do and we're inviting others to do the same. Not just others that check the right boxes for us, 
but others that are operating on that same level as us. We're going to definitely go into further discussions of this. This is, there's a lot more to unpack. So we're going to just kind of keep rolling through this. You're going to see me rabbit trail and kind of bounce all over the place. And if you, if I ever like lose you, I'm sorry, (laughs) just bear with me. We'll get a good cadence going. Um, but I also want to just, I also want to maintain some reality here. Like I don't want this to be super scripted. So when I rabbit trail and ramble, it's just part of it. Um, doing it honestly, because I genuinely care about you. If you're listening to this right now, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be connecting with you and your life and you as a human being, because there are countless numbers of humans on this. I mean, not countless, obviously we have number, we have metrics, so we know, but there's a whole ton of people on this earth, right? And the fact that our two lives get to intertwine in any capacity is really freaking cool. So I'm excited that you're here. I'm excited to (laughs) ramble to you. Uh, We're going to get in a better rhythm. I obviously was sick last week. So this week we kind of went a little bit longer um, than expected. Uh, Hopefully going forward, they're going to be a little bit shorter than what today was. Um, I just, there was a lot to it and I wanted to get it out. So that's where we are, where we're at. I hope you have a fantastic week. Um, Again, if you would like to connect with me on social media, I would absolutely love to connect with you. Uh, My handle is at Alexandra T. Evans uh, on pretty much everything. Uh, Come hang out, say hi. Uh, let me know your thoughts, questions, the things, uh, and I'll see you again next week.